Messi. Can it be Pesce? They score! Oscar Lindblom buries it! And the power play goal ties this game in two! This is episode 41 of the Liberty Yell. Finally! Finally! About time. I know everyone's been waiting for this one, so have we, to be honest. And uh, we're just on one right now, aren't we, Chris? How we doing? How we doing? Dan? I'm ready, bro. It's, dude, three now. We we did it. Number one in the East. It, like, bro, it's time to not be humble anymore. It's time to talk the <laughs> most shit. It's time to be insufferable. Because if you think about, if you go to the NHL standings, the Bruins were the best team in the league. President's uh, Trophy winners. President's Trophy winners. Tampa was two. And if we're the first in the East, then the East was already the best teams in the league. I mean, someone's got to say the best team in the league, and that's fact now. Right now, like that's stamped now. Right now, they're the best team in the league. Yeah, they're they're playing the best hockey in the league. Them and them and the Avalanche. Well, all I know is team. when you look at that bracket in a couple of days, you're gonna see a one, right one. on the Flyers logo, and you're gonna see if they make it to the Cup final, they're still gonna have that one right next, right to it, there. Love it, dude. Number one in the East. I'm, I, that's that sentence is going to be said a ton during. Oh, this get right, get used to it. Yeah, and on the Twitter, I'm sorry, it's going to be on your timeline. Number one seed in the East. Timeline, but, um, shirts, articles. It's going to be everywhere, bro. When's the last time we've had a team this good? I mean, I, I feel like I, I keep repeating myself, but it's it's weird. Consistent. Bro. It's hard to say because I know that 2010 team went to the Cup final, and I know we've had some good rosters, but it's so hard to say because I can't remember ever feeling like this about a team though no because like the 2010 team made it in off the shootout yeah they were shitty in the beginning yeah. of the year like they were really that was just a ve- an extremely pleasant surprise that yeah. that turned out beautiful it was a crazy good run yeah it was but just a great story that this isn't no cinderella story we're not the underdog you know we're like we're, we the, were we're last the, night we're the favorite going in we were last night you notice we've been the underdog like the vegas underdog for like every game I think we in, were in this spread. I, I don't think we were. I don't think we were favored in, in any, any of those three games. Yeah, maybe the Washington game, but I don't think so. So and the NBC analyst, you see that picture that's floating around of the, yeah. their picks for which teams were going to get which seeding. No, not, one, not of one of them picked Flyers not for first or second seed. Not one, bro. Three and zero. Oh, we, we knew it. Number one in the East. <laughs> we knew it. We, we, we knew it. We. No, was one thing I was thinking about today. All three games had something in common with them. The Flyers in all three games kind of came out slow in the beginning, like the first three, four, five minutes of each game, looked like a. It looked like it was going to be like a a grudge match, like a like a constant constant battle because we were giving up a little bit of chances in the beginning of each of those games in the in the beginning. And then after after the first period, we just tightened things up. I feel like it's a very consistent theme with this team. And some, it has been all year. Some first periods are are obviously better than others. Uh, to the point where we're not giving goals up like we did against the Canadians like three seconds in, in before the stoppage. Oh, but, please don't happen again. But it's been better, but you can still see the slow starts happen, but it hasn't been as bad. Like, we're not giving up quick goals like that. The goaltending Carter Hart, Brian Elliott obviously have, has been there. It's it's um It's weird, though, because while they're not playing good and they're playing sloppy – they, they aren't allowed yeah it's not like it's a fire sale in their zone and like other teams are just getting grade a yeah. after grade a chance it's kind of just like feeling each other out exactly but we we've Bouncing been we've pucks. been together for every single game ever, like including the exhibition game so far and we've said during those first periods we were like a sloppy zero zero first period where everyone's hitting each other finishing their checks that's the type of first period the flyers have won it and have always won it all year long all year long and we've said it on the pod that's their system yeah because they 
they do that, and then the, when the second and third period come, they just have you worn yeah, out. They take more next, chances at that exactly. point. And exactly. it, dude, it works beautifully. I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, Washington Capitals. Let's start from the Boston Bruins game, go to the Capitals game, end with the Lightning game, and then we'll talk about the state of the team, the injuries, and then we'll go in the Canadians and upcoming playoff series. So in the Bruins game, Michael Roffel scores the first goal in that beautiful game. Beautiful fucking call, dude. I know. Pass from Sanheim, beautiful pass. How about Sanheim, huh? Sanheim has been on a different level on this restart. Scared the shit out of me yesterday, though. Got hurt a little yes. bit, Dan. Scared the shit out of me, but we, dude, we were all going. on your, we were all um, in Chris's basement, like, no, <laughs> not Sanheim. No. As soon as I heard he's going to the locker room, I was like, fuck no, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no, dude. Thank God he came back. Him and Myers, that that pair, we talked about it before. I'm, we wrote an article about it. We were looking at those, those two. Heading into the the round robin, and who, have they been good? They're, been, they're gonna be so crucial going forward. It's ridiculous. They've been really good, man. They had their moments in the beginning of the season. We've talked about that, where they had a couple games where they didn't look too too good. But that comes with young defensemen. But before the stoppage, they were pick, start picking their game up, and they picked up right where they left off, man. They they've been, they're playing awesome hockey. Provorov. Niskanen thought last night Niskanen he looked a little rough in the first. He had a couple of weird turnovers. couple giveaways. Yeah, he did have a couple giveaways, but it's Matt Niskanen. He'll bounce back. He's a veteran dude. I look for him to contribute a ton starting Tuesday, August eleventh. Let's go playoff hockey. Actual playoffs now, Danny. Number yeah, one seed. Not that. Seed. Not that COVID <laughs> tournament no. stuff. Eighth seed Canadians, right? They're probably going to be because I know it gets reseeded after each. Yeah, so they will be the eighth seed, yeah, so. and we'll be number one. How about it? Can't I? I can't believe it, dude. I absolutely love it. I love it. Uh, I saw a tweet today, and then I I was like, "Wait, is that true?" And I went back and actually did the some double checking, and it is true. There was only one goal scored on the Flyers that actually went off the opposing team stick. Like, yeah, because one of them went off Hag skate. Yep, and I forget the other. The I, Washington the game was one I think with the Hag. And, the, uh, and then the Boston game was a weird bounce, too. I remember me and you, we were talking about it down here. And just every time Hart has a good game, it feels like that one bounce, weird ricochet goal always goes in against them. He never gets that shutout that he deserves because at the end of the game, you look at the you look at the score, you'll see like 3-1, 4-1. You're like, okay, like the goalie played well, but didn't didn't have that shutout. But if you really watch the game, you're like, fucking Carter Hart should have had three shutouts in that yeah. game in one game. He was just that good. And he doesn't get it because of a stupid bounce. Dude, we say it all the time. Like, the clean shots don't scare us on Carter Hart. Like, when a, when a guy's – Kucherov was going in on a breakaway, and even I just Elliot, wasn't scared. Even Elliott this year, dude. Like, but it's I the see... bouncing pucks that scare me. It's like the yeah. shots from the point that are screened mm-hmm. that just bounce and flub around and go off people's skates. Those are the shots that I'm like – because they yeah. always go in and break the shutout every time it feels like. Carter Hart's been incredible. He's – the two games he started, 2-0 and in those games – Let's talk about him and Price, the, the the preview between those two. The young guy looking up to his – I mean, he gets compared to him. That's the, that's the one goal he got compared to when he was first drafted was, was Carey Price, 31. He he wore 31 with the, the silver tips in his WHL team. So, uh, You know what I wish I put in my article today? What? That uh, The Nate Thompson quote where he just directly compared him to Carey Price directly. like five days ago. Yeah. Might have to edit that. How about Bernie? How about Bernie Perrant saying that Carter Hart's better right now than Bernie Perrant was at his age? Like, wasn't even close. 
It, yeah. It's cool just to hear it. No, it's definitely it's cool, cool to hear. Just to hear him say that. Like, he doesn't have to come out and say that shit, but hearing it is... I mean, Bernie was probably, like, hitting cigarettes and <laughs> drinking beer. He probably doesn't have, like, the fitness program, the... Definitely, the training. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. But in heart, two games played. One, uh... I'm sorry. Two games played. Goal against average is just one. 966 save percentage. 2-0 in those games. Carter Hart for you. Yeah. Price, four games played. 167 goal against average and a 947 save percentage, and he was three and one in those four he, games. He was absolutely spectacular in that series. He was half the reason why they came out with that win. I mean, we said that before. Carey Price wants to turn it into Carey Price, and he wants to do what he can do. Him and Shea Weber just went beast mode. Both just won the series. Two dudes it's crazy. With, with DNA in the playoffs, turn it up, and Pittsburgh just didn't look like they wanted to be there. Dude, Pittsburgh is declining bad. And it's like we always. We always are kind of scared to say that about the Penguins because of their I feel like you know, we what said they it have. Before. Like, I feel yeah. like we said it this summer. We were both like, I don't think the Penguins are going to be good this year. Then... And then they started lighting it up because it seems now, like that's well, always how it works. But I feel like now it, it's – but <laughs> Monday night at 6 p.m., they have a 12.5% chance of getting the first number – the number one overall draft pick. And I have to say I have a feeling that tomorrow – Around this time, it's gonna piss a lot of I'm people gonna be, off. I'm gonna be quite mad tomorrow. This time, don't say that, dude. Don't. I say have, that. I have a feeling, dude. They're, he's, they're not gonna give him to Florida. They're not gonna give him to Winnipeg, dude. Dude, can, yeah, dude. Can Winnipeg just get him? Can, can, can the Wild, wild get him? Get, like, give him the Wild, please. Let the Wild have. Wild deserve something. Jesus. Honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I would rather the Oilers get them than the. A hundred percent, one hundred percent. But that would that would piss me off too. That would piss Oilers me got. off. Like, how many first overall generational talents do you fucking need on one team? If that at that point, if they won him, I I would want Bettman to step in and be like, dude, trade Nugent Hopkins right now. Like you're not allowed to have him on your team. Like he's, they've had like five this decade. I know, first dude. overall pick. Nakapov. Yakupov, Nuge, uh, Eberly, McDavid. Hall, yeah. Drysaitel was it wasn't number one. But nah, he was, he was like three? three or four. Yeah, just he should have been number one. He, I mean, I mean, not not in that draft. Dude, they, had, they probably had draft. like eight top five picks. Ridiculous, bro. <laughs> but even that, with, with that being said, I would still want them to get the first overall pick over the Penguins, dude. I, I or the Rangers, one hundred percent. I don't know what my reaction would be if they if they won him, but. The Flyers are in the playoffs, or they're not. They're on hole 16 right now. Let's get back into this uh, Flyers-Bruins game. So, a- after Raffle score assisted by Sanheim, Thompson with a snipe. How, how about Where that? Where did that come from, dude? He's he been listening to the pod. He, he's heard the shit that we've said about he's in, him. He's in the bubble. And his, during his off time, his downtime, clicks it, dude. Nate, Tom- clicks. Nate Thompson, if you're listening to this. <laughs> what a snipe, dude. You, almost scored, you almost scored last night, too. He been, did. been playing good, playing yeah, really he, good. He hasn't been playing bad. He's been playing well. Raffle with the assist on that pro Rob. Miss well. Raffle. Need Raffle to come back bad. Don't really know the extent of it though, but we never will, I guess, I because no. that's like unless he just like randomly one day we get a yeah. pot like he's back. Unless you're Sherlock Holmes, you're not going to find out <laughs> what injury is what in the NHL in the playoffs. It's, nope, it's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, we don't know what's wrong with Voracek either. We don't know if that was just like a hey, we'll, you're not we'll get playing. Into <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. That, that whole thing is. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, Bruins scored directly after that, and then about eight seconds later, Phil Myers comes down the wing, 
Barry's one oh. top shelf. We've seen <laughs> we've seen him score goals like that before this year. Yeah, one against Boston like that. He did the last game exactly like they were, it was in Boston, so like yep. they were wearing the same jerseys too. It literally looked like the same game. It's just weird but, though because last time we did that, there was a crowd. Yeah, I know, you know? a crowd that was heated. Heated. <laughs> and then Scotty Lotz daggers them. How good has he been? Seriously, I. And there was another thing because we. Last episode, we talked about, oh, maybe Scott Lawton gets picked in the... He's not going anywhere, bro. No, he's not like, going anywhere. I, I want to come back and just retract that. The fact that we were even talking about the possibility of Scott Lawton being selected in the in the draft is was stupid on our part because he's not going anywhere. You, you know what's funny? After what we said on last episode, Scott Lawton's going nowhere, but I think I said all Bay Kubel might get selected by Seattle, and that looks like it might happen even more the way he's fucking playing. I know, dude. Like, he's lighting he's, it up. dude. Two goals in the first period against Tampa last night. Just absolutely on fire. I think he was the best flyer on the ice last night. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and if he would have, if that one pass, if he would have been able to control yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's a hat right trick. That's hat- a hat trick. And he usually pots those goals right in the slot. He has a great shot. He has a very, very underrated shot. Yeah, I Maybe think, not for us. I'd say we've top seen five on the team. I would say Ooh, that. Ooh, that's spicy. It is spicy. It is good. We, we have a lot of passers. We don't really have too many. Just pure, like good finisher, like guys. Better shooter than Nate Thompson? <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nate like... Thompson's the best shooter on the team. <laughs> that was just top left cheese, dude. I can't, I can't lie. That was we were screaming, bro. We were screaming. And um, uh, Scott Lawton buries one from TK and Hayes. Sanheim buries one from Hayes. Lawton buries one from Hayes. Dude. Like, stop me if you've heard it before. Each, each game had different players just take over the game. That game, it was Hayes just. Just Houdini and through the defense, feeding Sandheim, feeding these other players, and then Tampa, it's NAK taking over the game. Like each, it's 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 fucking awesome, dude. It, it's awesome to see. Like we said it before, this team is isn't just one skilled player. It's it's a committee. Teams just pick up players, pick up for other players. When you have a night off, Scott Lawton's gonna step up for you. Pop two. Scott Lawton doesn't play well. NAK is gonna step up, and then. If those dudes don't step up, you have your your Couturiers and your and your Claude Giroux who ha- haven't they played well. Don't get me wrong, but Drew hasn't been on the score sheet. I don't do not think Couturier scored yet. Has he scored? I Couturier had a great play. Couturier, Giroux, Konechny, Provorov have not scored. Voracek, yet. JVR, I, I have not scored. Has, yet. J, has JVR been on the ice besides the Capitals game? Because I know he was healthy scratched. Like I haven't even noticed him. And I know he played against, AV. I know he played against Boston, and I know he played last night. He's been, I literally have not noticed JVR, at all. But that's a different. We'll 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 get into JVR later. I definitely want to talk about that. That so, that needs to be talked. about. Held the Capitals the seventeen shots. Elliot locked it down the whole way. I mean, we were up three nothing. One goal goes in. We just closed the game out, and then last game. Yesterday against the Tampa Bay Lightning, yeah. 4-1 victory for the first seed in the Eastern Conference. Let's get into Shane Gostisbury. It's got to be said. We, we have to talk about it because do you think he deserves a spot Tuesday if, 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 if Tuesday's the day we play? I don't, but I think he's earned the right to play somewhere down the line. Agreed. I think Haig deserves the right to start game one of the uh, – Official start of the playoffs. He's played the majority of the games. I yeah, but like I think Ghost proved that if his number is called, he will be ready. I think that was uh, his the message you should take away from his performance yesterday. Agreed. And I think 
I'm going to add something to it. I think it's kind of good for the team because I think Hag's looking at it as, damn, like I'm one bad play away from getting yanked. And if that happens, he's one ghost play away from literally never seeing the ice unless something happens, unless he needs to play. You know what I mean? So mm. the fact that we have depth like this, not only on the forward, like we've already seen the insane depth that this organization has. I mean, Ferry just slotted in for Voracek the other night, and he scored that beautiful goal yesterday. So the fact that we have Ghost who can, like you said, slot in if anything goes wrong with either injury rise or if anybody's playing not playing well, the fact that you can just throw him in there is is huge for the playoffs. That's what you need during the playoffs. So Just adds to the depth. And then you got guys, Zamula, Friedman. I mean, like, we're first seed, like, it's time to get excited, and that's why I started the podcast saying, it, like, there's no longer time to be humble. It's no longer time to have doubts. It's, I mean, we've already been all in. It's full but if you're not, time. if you're not all in already, it's time to go all in. It's I time. mean, reversing the Montreal Canadiens, and I know they just had a inspired series against the Penguins, but like we've said, I mean, the Penguins aren't what they used to be, and the Flyers are what they are now, and that's an elite hockey team and a contending hockey team. And I think just the way the Flyers have played all year. There's been multiple times where we've been like, oh, trap game. They might play down on their point. And then they never do. They always end up just beating. Like, they end up just being the better team, being a consistent hockey team. And I don't think that trend's going to stray away. I mean, I could be sitting here eating my words a couple episodes from now, but I'm going to take that chance with the team, take that chance with Vigneault. I think just the way we match up with the Canadians on paper, I, I don't think the series should be close. I really don't. But it will. I think it might Wouldn't be, be surprised. because it's they hockey. played us well this year. It's hockey. I mean, I if if we lost in seven at the end of the day, I I could be upset all I want, but I really can't be surprised. It's hockey. Like that that stuff just happens. I mean, Columbus swept Tampa. Anything can happen. I mean, if they lose in seven, it was an incredibly good series, and not we can't we can't be. I'd right. be heartbroken. Oh, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But like you said, it, I think the Flyers are just a better hockey team than the Canadians. I just just bottom line right now, they're there's an overall better hockey team. But I don't know how you can look at the series and not be scared of Carey Price because of what – I mean, he just beat the Penguins. Not, not, not by good. himself, but he was a huge reason of yeah. why. Yeah, he, he definitely looked phenomenal. Yeah. But um, and he still their, their Price. defense played so good too, though. They, they played very well. Yeah. They did. They did. Their defense was physical. They, they, they just looked like they were playing with heart. Shea Weber turned back the clock. But whenever Carey Price was called on, he made the saves. Yeah, he, he definitely made the saves that he needed to make. Plus, on top of that, I just don't. The Penguins just didn't like I said before. They just didn't look like they wanted to be there, like at all. So, I mean, Crosby already made a comment that he maybe that the decline starting to happen. Like he said it's a possibility, but I don't, like, why would he even come out and say that? Like, yeah, I don't know why a player would ever say that. But kind of weird, but love it. If it actually happens, it happens. But I'm not gonna get my hopes up until it actually happens because. We've definitely said that multiple times, and it's come back and bite us right in the ass. So, you know what's funny? What? When we were uh, like right before the stoppage, we were the second seed. Penguins were the third seed, and we were saying going in the playoffs round one, like it was going to have to be them that we versed if that was the way it finished. Mm-hmm. And now the playoffs are starting, and we're first seed, and they're not even in it. And they're playing golf. It's it, yeah. So are the Rangers too. Like it's just it's it's the way they got swept to the Rangers. You love to see that. You really do. <laughs> What do they have? They have a thirteen point five chance of getting Lafreniere. I think they all have twelve point five. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I thought like if you got if you like the first team kicked out, you had like maybe like a one percent higher chance of getting them. Maybe. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on it. 
I, I just know. hope I'm not mad tomorrow night. That's really what it is. Tomorrow night, like what, 8? 6 p.m. Oh. Definitely going to be tuning in. Definitely going to be checking gonna that be, out. It's going to be, oh my gosh, bro. It's going to be nerve-wracking. It really is. I'm going to be sitting there. There's going to be a ton of people tuning into that. Everyone. The entire to- hockey world will be It's going to be a crazy day on Twitter. It really is. Let's talk about, I, I want to talk about like 30, 30 shots to 24 shots last night from uh, the Flyers in Tampa. Flyers 30, Tampa 24. And it was a point in time, I think it was in the first period, where I think we had... It was 22-7. to 7 Yeah. At one what, point. Was it the first or was that in the middle of the second? I kind of forget. Second. I'm going to lead towards the second, yeah. Dude. We were outplaying them really bad. The first seven minutes of the first were, were was leaning more towards them, but the rest of the first, the first half of the second, maybe like a quarter of the second. But my... <laughs> Pops made a comment. He was like, "They came back and they were they outplayed us pretty bad in the third. And I was, I expected that though. That's Tampa. Like they're not just a, they're not the Canadians or when Tampa's playing desperate. Tampa's Tampa. That's you know gonna I mean? happen. Tampa's a very good team. So I expected that push. I 100 percent expected the push. But the I had complete faith in Carter Hart. Like I was very calm. Don't get me wrong. I was watching. I was sitting up in my seat. But just the calmness that I the the, the confidence that I had in Carter Hart at such a young age. We said it. We said we were not scared. Remember last night we were like, "Bro, we're not scared." Like, no. we're, we're like, like on, how many breakaways did we see yesterday? Three. I mean, Kucherov, I think had two. Maroon yeah. had one, I think, and so calm. Like all he did was kick out the pad on the one Kucherov, and just real, real slow, like real, real easy. Just the calmness behind the net for for a kid who's twenty. I think he's turning twenty two soon. It's just, it's fucking scary, dude. He stopped every even strength shot. And if, if the only goal that gets scored on your goalie well, was, is against Tampa is one power play goal. That's that was a, a beautiful a, goal, too. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about no. that goal. I mean, it's it's from a behind-the-net pass out in front. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I remember you sitting in my – you were down here. You like, I'm not even – I can't even get You there. just got to stay out of the box. Against a team like that, you got to stay out of the box because they can make the perfect play at any given time, and they'll burn you. We've that, seen it happen against us so many times with the Lightning. That power play is too lethal. Like you said, you have to stay out. And they were without Stamkos. Like, imagine if they had Stamkos. Like, could have been a whole different game. Who knows? I mean, probably Hedman not did, though. Hedman got hurt too. Oh, that was big too. Yeah, when he when he 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 looked pissed too. Is he out for a while? The way he he, he swung look, his stick, he, he was pissed. mad. He did look pissed. I don't know, but it did look it didn't look good. Definitely didn't. The way he was mad, the way he was swinging his stick. Put it this way, I think if a player was injured to the point where he was only gonna miss a round robin game, I don't think he's sitting in the tunnel destroying his stick. <laughs> I think he knew that's a bad injury, and he's going to miss some time, probably time yeah. in the first playoff series. It's I mean, if loss. you're a Tampa fan, you, you, you're praying he's okay. Yeah. I dude. Honestly, I kind of want him to be okay, too, because I want to watch one of the best defensemen in the league play. So. Yeah, you never root for a guy. Especially if, like, your team's not playing that team. Like, I don't, I don't root for yeah, a guy. You never root for an injury. Yeah, I just want to watch all. good hockey. Exactly. That's why I'm kind of sad McDavid's kicked out. Like, the best player in the I world. I, I'm not going to get watched. By Chicago. Watch and him. that's – we call that – I, I said that as soon as the matchups got announced, I came on this podcast and I was like, this is the one I'm circling right here, this Edmonton-Chicago one. Because Chicago can turn on the playoff DNA at any given time. Yeah, we talked about Keith. Yeah, Tays, and they did it. Kane. And then they got that, that rookie who's just unreal. Kubelik, I believe his name is. I don't know if I'm butchering his name, but stud. Absolute stud. To, to, yeah, to put her, they like, just find dudes, bro. They're... The Chicago Blackhawks remind me of the Penguins in a way. Like they have those two superstars, and they'll be 
around as long as those dudes are in the NHL. And all you got to do is just build your team around those two. Just have dudes to compliment them, and you're good. Just like Crosby, Malkin, Tabes, and Kane. Like, just the two teams that you're always looking at them. Where the fuck did they find this dude? Where did they find this dude? They just find dudes that play around them so well. I said it to you the other day. I said they, they pulled Panarin out of the gulag to take Goss <laughs> Despair's Calder. Guy was 25, and he wins the Calder. I mean, I know. still just, hate it. Just that Philly luck, too. Yeah. Just the, the one year we have a rookie come in and just absolutely light things up. And a 25-year-old from what? Where is he from, Russia? Yeah. Comes in and steals the call. Yeah, I mean, pulled him out of the goo. Definitely like deserved it. He was insane that year, but 25 years old. Grown-ass man. Like, <laughs> I'm... So was Ghost, but his first year in the in the NHL, so. I want to, um, it's time that we just we just talk about Joel Farabee and his two I just don't point. see how he, he has to be playing August 11. I mean, he will be. Two-point game. Had an assist on Albay Kubel's second goal. Passed the puck to Katoria. Katoria fed it to Albe Kubel. It was a two-on-one. Kind of like a two-on-zero, actually. Joel Farabee, after that one-timer, Katoria with the stick Beautiful. around Sorelli. Just right just, to Gostasbear. Gostasbear turns back the clock four years, <laughs> sends it to Farabee, who puts that in. And uh, I immediately said, I was like, Voracek's not doing that. But I was like, talking <laughs> my shit. And, um, he was, he was. Yeah, it was mostly just me like joking, just saying how much like I like watching Farabee play. But uh, Farabee would do that, would do that more than Voracek would. But <laughs> now that was just awesome to see. I mean, top shelf puck was rolling too on on Vasilevsky in the playoffs. Beautiful, dude. If you t- go back to the first episode, go back to the, like a, like go back to when we're recording the first episode. Go in a time like we come through a time machine. We just pop up <laughs> like our, our ourselves now. Yeah, and we're like, yo, playoff. <laughs> yo. We're like. <laughs> Dude, we're like, bro. Have no pause the episode <laughs> right now. Yeah, pause the recording right now. Let me tell you something. Ready? August. It's August, and they're playing their first playoff game in August. Yeah. And Faraby daggers the lightning with a one timer with a pass from Goss Tell me that. Stop. We're gonna be what? Like, what are you talking about? No, we're gonna come back in the time machine. Like, there's only two words that I can say to you. I, I'm only allowed to say two words. We're like, what? What? What is it? What is it? Round robin and just disappear. <laughs> we're just... gonna be like, what? <laughs> and then as soon as it comes up, we're gonna be like, oh, that's what they were talking that's about. And then we would watch the games about. and be like, oh, okay, okay, Faraby yeah, Dagger, yeah. I see. If you would tell me, I would be able to see Joe Joel Faraby go top right cheese and what is it, August? It's August eighth. I mean, August eighth against but... the Lightning in a uh, playoff game. Uh, I believe playoff game. It's August? not a rookie game. <laughs> like Dev Camp. It's not Dev August? Camp. <laughs> Funniest wacky weird w- wacky year danny it's been a weird weird year but i remember uh, i was like on the pot like the other series i was like imagine if uh carrie price just turns back the clock and beats the penguins but i was joking like i i did not think montreal was gonna win that series no, I didn't and, it, like but they did it so that's cool and, and the, <laughs> that's cool the other series that we talked about heavy was the maple leafs and the blue jackets which at the time of we're recording this, they play in a couple hours for their uh, game five matchup. Mm. So by the time someone's probably listening to this, they probably had the result of that. So we were so interested in this matchup because it seemed like the Toronto Maple Leafs, I've been saying it all year, are a non-physical, like soft team that just doesn't maximize their potential. And what Tortorella does best is maximize his potential. He gets guys that don't, they don't have guys the Maple Leafs do, but he gets the best out of them. 
Whereas sometimes the Maple Leafs are just aren't getting effort and the best out of their $11 million players. And you saw that series is crazy. I mean, 1-1 series. And then it get, Toronto blows a 3-0 lead, loses in overtime. Columbus blows a 3-0 lead with three minutes left, loses in overtime. We have a game five tonight. Um, to, to me, it seems like if I had to put money on it, I would go with Columbus. Mm-hmm. Because I just think in a, in a one-game scenario, like winner-take-all, you have one game. I feel like a Tortorella team will just come to the table more prepared. I was just going to throw that in there. I think a game seven kind of vibe, which is this, this is exactly what that's going to be. Like that 100%. scrappy kind of game. I'm, I'm taking Columbus in that kind of game. And their goal, their goalies time. have been playing lights out. Corpusalo and Merzlikens, like holy like, shit. They're not man. franchise guys, but they're they're definitely good goalies, and they've been playing perfectly fine these last what four games. So, like, like I said, Columbus is my prediction. By the time you listen to this, Maple Leafs could have already won the series. But I could I could easily see that, too. I mean, they just have so much talent. They, they just had that big, inspired comeback win. They could come out tonight and just absolutely – it could it could be murder's row. I mean, but it's so interesting. And I to me, outside of, like, Flyers games, it's the most excited I've been for a game since this all has begun, is mm-hmm. this game tonight, this game five. I think, I think Columbus plays a better team defense game, obviously than Toronto does. And then this kind of game is when team defense is looked at with a microscope. So, like you said, yeah, I'm taking Columbus. I think they're just better suited to win this kind of game. But at the same point, like you just said, Toronto can just come around, uh, can just turn around with with the firepower they have and just snap. You know what I mean? And just put up three. Yeah. Put, put up three goals in the first five. And just put the game out of reach by it. You know what I mean? Just, That's why it's so interesting. I mean, like, look at last it's game. Gonna be, look at last game. They just scored three goals in, in three minutes to like tie the game 252, up. 252, some yeah. crazy shit like That's that. That's what they can do. And it's so funny because, like, a minute before that happened, we were just texting each other and we were saying, like, what the hell is going on with the Maple Leafs? Like, this is just sad. Like, we were we were, we were talking shit. Well, not going to lie. Like Reasonably you, so. You said today, before that happened, they got outplayed that entire series. Worked. The whole series. Outworked. So, if... I'm gonna take what I've seen in the entire series, and and like 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 you said, if we were putting money on, it, I'm just gonna take what I've seen this entire series and and go with that because I'm not gonna take what I've seen in two minutes and fifty two seconds and make a bet on that. But yeah, Columbus, I just don't see I don't see Toronto. Even Steve Dangle, the biggest Leafs fan in the world, doesn't think they're gonna win. <laughs> he was like, the Flyers try. <laughs> <laughs> The Flyers try. That's the difference between the Leafs and the Flyers. The Flyers try. <laughs> it's true though. Like the Leafs could be so good. You look at the. You it's the difference that, from the good and the great. You look really at is. that team and you're just like, how is this team not Stanley Cup contenders, bro? Like Marner, Matthews, Hyman, all these players that they have. Robertson, Nylander, Nylander Frederick Anderson, Cap, Morgan I mean, Riley, Muzzin when healthy. Apparently, he skated today. This morning, so that's good. Well, let's hope they don't get eliminated tonight. Yeah. That, <laughs> for his sake. <laughs> yeah. Went through all that, got back into the bubble, skated this morning, and just to get knocked out tonight. It's going to be an interesting we'll game, man. It's going to be a good game. For sure. And so, as of now, the NHL hasn't announced the dates for game one, two, three sure, of the official we'll, playoffs. Sure, we'll get it tonight. But we, know, we do know that the official playoff start date is the 11th. So, one can only assume that if, if we're not playing on the 11th, it'll be the 12th. Game one will be one of those days. You have to think. And um Hey, you would think game one's probably either Tuesday or Wednesday. 
like if it's not i'm gonna be mad because we were just saying before the episode how like it always seems like whenever something just starts up the flowers always get the one day after always like always dude it's always us i i want to play early like i want game one now dude. i really wish game one was on today i oh, know the, the team's buzzing i don't want anything to throw a wrench in this momentum i want them back on the ice tomorrow honestly <laughs> tomorrow yeah it's a great game dude just from we went to that game basically saying if they win that game it's red and we're seeing red now 100 percent. 100 percent. i mean yeah. we've been saying that all year and the fact that like it's consistent is so it's such a different feeling that like we keep we keep coming back to seeing red like we keep using that stupid phrase or it, it describes it perfectly though because w- when you're eight drinks deep and you watch Joel Farabee take a one knee one timer to hit top shelf. There's the no other way. The slot. There's no other way to describe it than you're seeing red. I mean, like we're all we're standing up in our Flyers gear, flexing screaming. at the TV, screaming, hugging each other. It's a good time. Love that feeling. I said to you that the thing I missed about hockey the most, and I didn't realize it until I felt it again, is just that feeling of when you're fucking just drunk or you're just sitting there like having a good time watching a hockey game with people. And a goal goes in, and everyone just blacks out, screaming, <laughs> just losing their mind. For the Faraby goal, I was across the room. Like, I was on this side, and you were on, like, I, th- I think you were over, like, uh, more over here. They can't see where I'm pointing, but you can. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was to say. <laughs> um, and Faraby rocketed that. And just as soon as I saw that hit twine, dude, my, my entire head just shifted to you, and you looked right at me. We just ran at each other. <laughs> yeah, just blacked out, man. <laughs> just that, dr- dude, just... That's the kind of goal I really thought he'd be scoring like four years in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Just that, like you said, that one knee top right, just come on kind of yeah, goal. Yeah, the celly too. I love the celly. Yeah, he's like, come the fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like, I do not want to sit in that fucking press box. <laughs> yeah. AV, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it too, Danny. You better not see that press box again. You know what's funny? First thing I thought about after he scored that goal was AV's probably just sitting there like nodding his head like, okay, kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Keith. you're not seeing the press box again, yeah. dude. dude. He better not. He I, better. I'll be so pissed off <laughs> if Bunneman's playing hockey and Farabee's sitting, dude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna just be Bunneman's pissed. played well. Don't get he me has. Wrong. He has. But, like he's yeah, Farabee better be playing. Farabee's got to be playing hockey. He dude. will be. He will be. And uh, look, I guess it's time that we we get into the uh, Raffle and Voracek. And I mean, there's nothing much to get into except for the fact that I just find it funny how Voracek gets deemed unfit to practice. Tells everyone, like, stop, mind your fucking business, stop worrying about me, I'm fine. And then gets deemed unfit to play about a week and a half later, and now it doesn't look like he's fine, and we're all in his business again. Yeah. And, um... You, you knew that was coming, though. As soon as as soon as soon unfit to play pops up, everyone's yeah. like, what? No, I'm just laughing, because you know he was, you know, he's yeah, sitting you know, there he's like, like, oh my gosh. He's like, these guys. He's like, he's, I'm fine. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably on Twitter right now Probably. blocking people. Stop. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Hopefully Might not he's be though. Fine, dude. I, I feel like know. if he was fine, he'd be like, "I'm, f- I'm fucking alright." But like, <laughs> I don't know. I hope so, man. Yeah, I dude. Hope he's fine. Nah, we need Voracek for sure. Hundred percent. Uh, Michael Raffle. What do we have? Any like hints as ankle? I think ankle. Okay, but right? I, I heard, he I heard it wasn't weird? a season ending. Like a season ending. Because we have no not. time. Ta- we have no timetable. But if it was a season ending injury, wouldn't he be on IR? Or long term IR. I, I I don't know with this whole yeah this, I know whole, with the whole COVID, COVID thing how that works injury shit dude. I'm gonna say if if it wasn't all season like the rest of the season kind of thing that they were just like come they would tell they? us yeah yeah they, 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 they would they would be like he's ruled out for, deemed unfit to play for the remainder or something like that I think that's what 
yeah, I don't know what the rules are. I, I don't saw know if they're allowed tweets. to come out. I saw some tweets where people were like, if if it was, oh, if there was no chance of him returning, would we would know us. by now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm just gonna take that to the bank to be honest. Yeah, I need Michael Raffle back in my bottom six. He, he was the catalyst in that bottom six. Bro, the whole Boston year. game, he, dude, he was playing so good. He was probably one of the best players. He was one of the best players on the ice in that Boston game, 100%. Not probably. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> he was definitely one of the best dude, players. Dude, I, I would say best player on the ice, Raffle against Boston, mm-hmm. Lawton, maybe even Hayes with, with the three assists, the pass that connect me for the – I don't know. It either way. I would say that, lots, I'll give that line close. the MVP for that game. That line in general just carried the load that game. And then uh, Albay Kubel, of course, has got it. But honestly, like for the Boston and the Tampa game, you could easily be like Carter Hart. Car- I'd be like, I was I'd be just like, cool. gonna say the Tampa game. You can make a very good argument that Hart should be given that because the three breakaways in general, <laughs> two Kucherov and one Patrick. I think the other one was Maroon. Like, yeah. Was, Hard, bro. It's so hard to do. Dude, Kucherov, he outside of Alexander Ovechkin is probably the best goal scorer. Like the top two, I'd say Ovi Kucherov. I'd say he's the yeah. second best goal scorer in the National Hockey League. His shot from that side is that like, the one T is terrifying. The fact that they have Stamkos when healthy on top, <laughs> I know it's is, stupid. Is disgusting. You have dude. Tyler Johnson and Victor Hedman too, and then Braden Point. Dude, Dude. I, we've talked about that. I think we talked about it last episode. They have, like, four dudes on their team that would transform. The Flyers are good right now, but transform the Flyers. Point, Hedman, Stamkos, and Kucherov would just... It's insane how many I know, literal dude. franchise players they have on their team. Maybe Point isn't a franchise guy, but he's elite. Elite, dude. If, if Point wasn't on the Lightning, he would be way more properly rated. Probably, like, if, like I said, if, if his teammates weren't Richter Hedman and, and yeah. Steven Stamkos and Kucherov, then yeah, you're probably right if he was on any other team. Like, if, if he's on Nashville, he's the guy in Nashville, I think. Oh, like, over everyone, over Duchesne. Oh, yeah, How about Nashville getting kicked out? Crazy. Coyotes, that was uh, Not surprised, that was one though. of our fun picks it for them. Picks. We said it. They I have was all... like, Clayton Keller, Clayton Keller. Love them. When I saw people, they were like, oh, how did the Coyotes beat the Nashville Predators? Like, anyone, I honestly think anyone could have seen that coming. I mean, just look at the teams on paper. Uh, Nashville, their window is closing shut. They, they had... Didn't they just hire uh, the Devils old coach, Hines? Oh, I don't know. John Hines? Did they? I think so. Ew. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm, I'm out on... I'm not on Nashville. I don't know why you hired. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone should be surprised. Arizona. Well, I mean, dude, look, look, Arizona's good. Look who Arizona has, man, and they're healthy now. Like they're, they have all their goaltenders healthy. Yeah, and like, their goalies are good, and they're dude, they're already really good, and but they're young. Hayton, Clayton Keller are both two players that are so vital for that team who aren't even close to like where they need to be. Yeah, and then you think about their veteran be. pieces. You got Ekman, Larson, who, Kessel, and Hall. Yeah. Larson, Edwin Larson's been there for as long as I can remember. I feel like I think he's been there since I was ten. Seriously, I, he's been I know there forever. I feel like, but Arizona's a a really good team, and this could be Arizona Chicago, right? As a series, I'm not I'm not sure on that. I'm, I'm not sure either. But if that that would is, be that would be some very fun <laughs> hockey though. That would be that 2012 rematch. That would be fun. That would be really really fun. You got, and then wait. Yeah, because the Golden Knights in the West are one of the top four com- teams in the conference, right? It's the Knights. Yeah. They're the first have, seed. Yeah. Because I know that the Stars 
apparently before the stoppage had like nine straight losses or something like like that. Like they haven't, they're apparently haven't won a game in the Robin Robin uh, round Robin, and they won their uh, they lost their exhibition game too. So they're one of the top four teams in the West, and they're they're not winning either. They're kind of pulling a Bruins, not winning games like that. Dude, how about the Bruins? You just just get your first seed snagged, man. Just I'm not like worried that. though. Like, I I really think like they're, they're such an experienced team. I really like once the real playoffs start. I think you can expect the Bruins to kind of show up. You know what I mean? I def I definitely agree with you, but I think having to verse those harder opponents in the first couple rounds will that always wears down teams. Like it it is crucial to get that good matchup and round. And no no series is ever easy, but a series say against uh columbus or montreal i feel like would be a lot easier and a lot less physically taxing than versus the barry trotts islanders for potentially seven games and that that type of imagine if the bruins and islanders um face round one is that i'm not 100 sure but i think that is the matchup now now that the seating is is. dude that series is gonna be hard i could i could easily it's 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 bruins hurricanes i'm sorry oh that's gonna be a fun series too a nice little rematch it's gonna be a great series dude i like you never know you never know. I mean, the Bruins could easily figure it out, but the way Carolina's been playing, I could see that. They got swept by the Bruins, but I could easily see them coming back this year and and making that a, a good six- or seven-game series. And I think... That's going to be a really good series. I think there's, there's, yeah, that, there's going to be a lot of injuries. Like, when, when two physical, good system teams play against each other, it's always a war, and there's always injuries at the end of it. I'm not saying the Flyers are going to come out unscathed against the Canadians. But I'm just saying it's 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 yeah I know what you're trying to yeah. say it's just it's it's going to be a very heavy game compared to the Flyers Canadians 100 yeah. percent I I don't think anyone's going to sit here and sit there and argue with you with that one I agree 100 percent I would still probably I don't I don't even know who I would pick for that series either I really don't because Carolina's hot as fuck right now but then again you turn around and you, you can't overlook Boston because they're Boston. I still think they're going to show up once the real playoffs start. So yeah, but, but that's going to be a great fucking series. I know. Honestly, I feel like it's so hard because Bru- the Bruins are the better team, obviously. But I think it, paper, if, yeah. if, if you take, like like you said, the, the momentum, the way Carolina's playing, but more importantly, the fact that, that that Carolina got swept by the Bruins and you know that they want revenge, like they're, they're, not, they're not getting swept again. Like, and that's in all of their minds. Like, we're not getting swept again. I don't, yeah, it has to be in the back of their minds. It's definitely probably front and center. And that's what lines. makes me lean more towards the, the Hurricanes. really does. Hockey's always throw, about who's got the heart. Throw money on it, dude. You won't. I will. <laughs> I might too, honestly. Honestly. I'm excited, man. Just play off hockey in, what, two days? Uh, we haven't made it. This is our first episode since hockey started. So let's just talk about the general just product that we've yeah. seen in yeah. front of us. Talk about just how enjoyable, out of, out of honestly, all the, the major sports that have returned – how they have just done it the best presentation wise. They have all the best commentating teams all together, just doing games nonstop with just high energy. You get new camera angles that I actually enjoy. I, yeah, I, I didn't think I was going to like it. They were like, oh, we're going to add some new camera angles. I was like, oh my God. I, I'm so used to watching the game the way like, I've yeah. been watching it ever since I've been yeah. able to watch it. Not hockey. bad camera angles, no, though. It's been awesome. And I talked about this before we watched actual hockey, and I'm going to stand by it now. I really don't think. It cha- I mean, obviously it's changed. There's no, there's no fans in the fucking building. But it, it, I haven't noticed it as much as, like, say, watching baseball. You watch it. 
baseball. It's, it's like de- it's eerie. It's weird. When you watch baseball, it feels like a freaking horror game. But like I said, I don't think it's that bad in hockey. Because of how fast the game is, I think the announcers have done a great job of sounding like they're into it. Obviously, I mean, they have to be. It's their job. But I think it's been awesome. The presentation looks beautiful. The screens look awesome. The timing of the games, 12, 3, like Hockey 8, all day, every 6, day. 30. Like, it's just they did it the best. It's crazy. Honestly, I feel like this was – they executed this so good that I think they they're ended up growing the game. 100%. Out of this. 100%. These games have been one of their most viewed. I mean, obviously, it's the only thing on TV, but it, it's still something to say. Yeah. Most it's just hockey games. And I think the one thing hockey has to its advantage, say, instead of, say, baseball or football, the thing that makes it less creepy is the fact that it's, like, in an arena. Like, you just hear inside arena sounds, and it's like they're getting yeah. echo, and you hear, like, players yelling. Baseball, it's just, like, like you just hear just, outside. Just like, bad. just wind. It's, like, it's, it's eerie. <laughs> just wind. Yeah. And I like the fact that they, they added the goal horns for both teams. Like it's not just if you're away you get nothing. Yeah. I like that. The whole I like how they have the uh like the screens with like the one logo on one side, mm-hmm. one on the other. When games are on NBCSN, you they I I've noticed when games are on that channel, they add crowd noise into it a little bit in the background. But when the game's on like eight ten, channel eight ten NBC, I don't think you hear it as much. Cause I know Sportsnet's not using it. That uh I think it's yeah, they're not using it. I'll take it or leave it. I honestly care less. Yeah, I don't if really it's care. I'm, I was just pointing it out. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm just watching the hockey. But game. there probably is some people that 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 probably do. Probably doing like that probably doesn't make a difference. I'm fifty for them. fifty with it. Like when I hear the crowd noise, a part of me forgets that there's no crowd there, and then I'm like, oh my yeah, let's go. But then, I, but then like I switch off. And I'm like, damn, like there's no crowd there. That's just like a that's just computers so yeah part of me's like that's a little fucking weird just keep it original just keep it as it is yeah but i, I think but, ho- hockey feels like less weird than yeah, all of them yeah. like it's a little weird and i'm very happy it feels less weird yeah like i was so nervous about it not feeling like playoff hockey and it technically wasn't playoff hockey i know the stats are going to count for the players as playoff stats but it looked like playoff hockey, it looked though. like playoff hockey yeah, like, nothing it, it, seemed different from like in terms of the game you know what i mean like when they were playoff all battles, start, dude. Even the be... exhibition games. The exhibition games were treated like playoff games. Like, we watched all of them. We uh, got together and we watched all of them that night. They were all great games. All of them. They were all battles. Teams were throwing the body. Battle of Alberta was that night, too. How many times did we text each other since since this stretch of games have began? Have began? Just good hockey. Yeah, bro. Just watching good hockey. Enjoyable product. Day. Yeah, just... Enjoying, enjoying hockey. Like man. when I'm when I'm sitting at home watching Columbus Toronto game, and I see Mitch Marner like and John Tavares cycling the puck around the boards. This is fun. I forget that there's no fans in the stands. I forget that they're in a bubble. I'm, I'm just watching hockey. the game yeah. and I'm into it. And I think if a sport can get you to forget every, about everything that's going on and it can make you feel like you're watch you're still watching a normal game, I feel like they've done it right. And I I gotta give the NHL the props for that. They've They've done that right, and they even I like how they're showing the fans, kind of like how they did with soccer, how they're showing like the um. We, <laughs> Dude, the one fucking game I think Boston or I don't know if it was the Boston game or the Washington game, but they scored and they just showed the Flyers fans just sitting there like dejected. Yeah, and that, and then it was the Myers Myers score right after. We were like, now show it, now, now show us. <laughs> and they did. It's just a bunch yeah, of Flyers just... fans fist pumping like they're in uh Xfinity Live. How the fuck did we get on that, dude? Dude, that's the, we've been asking that. If anyone knows how we can get on the television, because <laughs> reply to our tweet when we tweet this episode out. Reply underneath of it and let please, us. Please, if if you know 
<laughs> if you have like an email or something, like we'll send money in. If we if we can get on that NBC screen, because we get together for games, and if we if you can get the Liberty Yell on that screen reacting to a game, that's that's gonna be entertainment. I know you guys want to see that after a Flyers goal. You we're will gonna see be a on ton there. of fist pumping. Yes, you will. Ton of it and just screaming. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's go. People picking each other up. Love it, dude. Bro. We literally like body slam each other after goals. Like we we just we get so hyped. I'm telling you, me and Danny and I ran at each other after that Farabee goal. We literally ran at each other. <laughs> just yeah. Love it, bro. It's Love it. Can't wait for playoff hockey, dude. I can't wait for actual playoff. Like, seven-game series battled out kind of hockey, man. Full, full, not five-game series, full seven-game series. Like, the real playoffs now, Danny. Canadians, yeah. Flyers. I haven't seen now. the Canadians since 2010. You know what happened the last time we saw the Canadians in the playoffs? Mike Richards, the shift. The shift. Is it crazy how Drew's the only one left on that team? And JVR. Yeah. Dude, there was a point there was a point in time where people would make tweets that would say Jeru was the only one left on the team and then JVR came back. So now it's technically <laughs> two. <was> hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Peace. Seattle. Um But seriously, I have not noticed him. Let's talk about him real, real quick. Real quick. Like we've been joking about him all episode, saying Seattle, blah blah blah, stupid jokes. But seriously, the the first game he was in, I didn't notice him. I, I made a tweet about it. Didn't really see him. He got sat the next game. And then last night, I don't think I, I, don't think I heard his I mean, He made a couple of little like, nice plays, but fuck, dude. I, I need to hear your name more. Like, scoring chances, something. Like, I need to see more from JVR, 100%. Yeah, and I, I saw some tweets going around where people were like saying he was having like a, a decent, a good game, and like maybe people should lay off, like giving him shit. If you get paid $7 million, like, I expect that and more. I hate nightly. to bring up the fucking money, though. I, yeah, I... Using... Using the money, like, I hate when people do that, but, like, it, come it, on, it gotta be said, though. Something. I mean, like, yeah. Like, a scoring chance. Something. Like, a like a high-quality scoring chance, bro. Like, literally anything. Throw a fucking hit. Something. Like, something. God. Something. Because if not, A.V.'s gonna sit you. Like, he's he's, he's not gonna put up with that shit. I, I love A.V. You know, he, like, he's good. He holds people. Let's talk about that. We, didn't, we haven't talked about that on the podcast yet, dude. We ate that shit up. We loved it immediately. Ate when A.V. said that, like, like after one game, or uh, including exhibition game, I guess you could say too. He he says that he's not getting enough out of JVR, and he yeah. just sits him. Like he he just sits him, and we were like, dude, Thank this you. is just beautiful. Like this is we are we honestly we smiled when we saw it, and not not out of like like we wanted JVR. Like we were just like, dude, it's just a good coach, a coach that knows how to like get his players back, like send a message, get his players back on track before the games count. Like it's like he's playing he's playing chess, yeah. not checkers. JVR is just streaky as fuck. Hopefully he can hit that hot streak against the Canadians. And when he's not on that hot streak, he, you don't get enough from him. You, like you don't get enough from him. He doesn't do enough little things to justify to ju- the to, cold streak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah, I, I don't think anything else needs to be said. It's a perfect way to put it. Hundred percent. I got I got to throw a quick plug out there for the new uh, playoff T-shirts designed yeah, by our one. boy Marek Roman with another fire design. Can't, we got together for a game. Mark whipped up a design. We we were all round table in it. <laughs> it was it was a good time. We got the design out. It's a Martini Man AV. Be a fucking flyer. The U. We censored it. It's our logo, dude. I love the shirt. Love the design. Use the. Uh, we have a new promo code TLY10 for ten dollars off, and that code directly supports your boys. So if you're interested in that, you can go to designtree.com/slash liberty-yell. That's D 
S-G-N-T-R-E-E.com. Um, and we have a giveaway. Yep. So right after that game ended against the Tampa Bay Lightning yesterday, us and Design Tree and the Liberty Line, we teamed up for a giveaway. We're giving away four shirts, all different designs. One of them is the Martini Man playoff shirt. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is retweet, like, follow both of our accounts. That's on our Twitter page if you're interested. And um, once again, I just want to thank you guys for uh, like supporting us through this. We're so happy to be back. Uh, our Twitter's been buzzing the last couple games. Sorry for not having an episode out for a really long time. Yeah, so we ran into some got con- in away. A lot of things uh, got in the way. Flooding twice this week, by the way. Uh, my there basement was- turning into a fucking pool yeah, there, happened. There, there, there was two monsoon thunderstorms this week. Where we live, and it wasn't good. Work held me captive for a long time as well. So. And, and then the, the days that... We were free. We were just drinking beers, a lot of beers, and, <laughs> and like, we weren't. Like, it I, we don't want to give you a drunk ep. Like, we we're gonna give you a drunk episode eventually. Like a we, post game though. Yeah. Like an official hour plus episode where we sit down and we, we just shoot wanna, this shit. We don't want it to not, be because it, it won't be the best. It yeah. won't. It's I just gonna be 11, us belligerently drunk interrupting each other. Yeah, I don't want eleven but like to me trying to do a fucking an hour forty five minute episode. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> Much rather not. We'll get some post games though. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You're gonna get some some drunk post games eventually, but not right now. <laughs> maybe uh, second round, or maybe in the first. Whenever the fuck we're feeling it. Like if if it's game three and we're feeling it, fuck it. You're gonna get a post game. Gonna get a post game, dude. Now you might just get a live stream. We might just pull up and drop a live stream. But just let us know how to get on that fucking TV, because you will see us after a goal. I guarantee fist, you will fist see us. pumping, dude. And you'll know it's us too. <laughs> you'll see the merch. You'll see. You'll see the flag in the background. Liberty L flag. Yeah, you got the flag in the background Love and everything. But yeah, had had to do that. Uh, quick quick giveaway plug. <laughs> <laughs> people, I, I people have been retweeting this shit out. I mean, I, I, I ordered I ordered two of the the AV shirts already. Yeah, dude, we all got an AV shirt the day they dropped, dude. Got to get them. I want to want to get them for the playoffs so that when the Flyers, if they start getting deep, hopefully they do, uh, we could be repping that. We That'd should talk fun. about the possibility of going to Xfinity Live in a couple weeks and, and grabbing a table for a playoff game. We're gonna do okay, that. Yeah. So Xfinity Live, they are open. Like they have reservation, like reservation seating for outside open tables. right now for outside tables. Um, they're not as open as late as they were. And I'm, I'm assuming there's a capacity limit per table. But we were thinking about somewhere down the line, like later in August or September, if the Flyers start getting deeper and deeper in the playoffs, uh, just reserving a table. I guess, like, we could get, like, certain amount of people at one table, and then we could just get a bunch of other, like, listeners yeah. and, like, other, other Flyers fans to just reserve other tables yeah. so that we can remain socially <laughs> distanced or whatever. I guess we all have to wear a mask yeah. and stuff like that. And we'll just, I don't know, pull up and have a good time if we can do that. Um, I mean, I'm a, I don't see a problem with that. Definitely keep but you guys updated. W- we want to know if that's something you guys would be interested in. Um, want to see my boy Tim? <laughs> yeah, Tim I want to see in the net hockey. I want to see Tim. I want to see Jamie. Adam. I want to see everyone. Jamie, yeah. everyone. So let Selena, us Selena, Meg the fart. <laughs> yeah, Meg the bartender. I let us see know. Everybody. Let us know. And yes. and our boy Eric too. Can't forget Eric. Oh, Eric, my man, and Chris. Can't forget Chris. Uh, can't forget Chris. That's my man's. Yeah. Everyone, all the followers. If we forgot you, we didn't really forget you. So let us know. Let us know. But Chris, how know. are you feeling going into a best of seven series against the Montreal Canadiens? Uh, we Give just me your wiped rundown. Boston, wiped Washington like we did have all fucking year, and then we wipe Tampa, Danny. 
I want ass. It's time, dude. Playoffs are here. Canadians. I'm taking the Flyers in four games. Uh, no, five games. Five hey, that games. was that was in my article. Five, five games, games, four one. Five All right, this is what I want. Ready? What? Play uh, series MVP. Ooh, ooh. Go for that. <laughs> Don't throw that on me, Th- Throwing it on. Series MVP. Series MVP. Joel Faraby. Oh my God! You can't do that. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> you can't do that. I just. You did. can't do that. That's too spicy for this time of the day. You I cannot do that. I just did. I respect it. I respect it. Joel Faraby, bro. I, he's played well since camp's begun. He's forced AV's hand. Goal last night. I I watched eighty times on loop since he scored it. I'm taking Joel Faraby. That's my spicy pick. I'm going Scott Lots. Homicide Lawton. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm going Lawton. He's playing beast mode. I, to me, it was between Lawton or Hayes. The, those two guys, I just feel like they're just going to bring it every night. Those are two guys that you know when the puck drops, like you're just getting 60 minutes of just in your in your teeth, <laughs> stick your on face. puck, like just always in your face. That's that's what this team is. Every like, time. I say out, it every time. Even if they're out of position, there's, there's going to be a dude in your face oh, with a stick. There's always someone. I said it. I was like, they're like heat-seeking missiles. As soon as one person like on the flyers, like a four-checker, peels off, there's just another dude trutching up, <laughs> heat-seeking missile on the puck carrier. Every Even on the PK, there's just a heat-seeking missile on dudes. I love it. They're dude, just aggressive. The D-zone like recovery, like the support that they give each other in the D zone is incredible. It's 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 like watching oh my, I I don't even know how to explain it at this point. It's so clean and crisp. Like the defensive team game is the best I've seen it in ever. Per, like watching the Flyers. Yeah. Keep in mind we're, we're yeah, we're young. We're young dudes. Yeah, we're young. So like we didn't see the, the Lindros days and uh, stuff like that, so Yeah. But cuz most of what I've watched has just been shit <laughs> honestly and we, we said that actually as soon as we uh linked up today we said it we were like it's honestly like we are a rare breed just <laughs> for like because we became now nah, we didn't become flyers fans when they sucked but like we we our passion really just grew and grew throughout years where they were incredibly mediocre and yeah, they like, were we hung out we hung on to this hope of prospects and these prospects we're like pro V, and that's that was our energy. That, that was yeah, what, we, that's talked what we talked about. We watched prospect highlight videos for years, and we suffered through all. And like most other young people, were probably just went to go watch basketball or football. But no, we're just a rare breed. We stayed. We, we stuck through the hackstall era, dark times. So so we're, we are seeing red now. A lot of people have all the people that have went through this with us. These dark ages enjoy this. Enjoy this. It's you deserve we, it. We deserve it. Like, we, we deserve as, it as Flyers fans. If you went through those dark times with us, the hack years, the years before that, just enjoy this. Dude, let enjoy loose. This. Don't be humble. You talk have a really talk good your shit. Team. Go to Canadians fans pages. Talk your shit. Be respectful. Let, let them keep talk the receipts. Yeah, yeah, be respectful. Let them keep the receipts. I don't care. Now is not the time to second guess or have any doubts. It, it really is like I am talking the most shit now. Yes, it, it's really what it is. The most... Talking the most respectful shit ever, bro. <laughs> I'm just gonna be talking shit. Babe. Like we have, re- want, we have reached a point. We're we're a good team. Like we're the number one team in the yeah. East. If anybody's gonna give me shit for having confidence in my in the Flyers right now, the number one team in the East, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we're I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to go. Number one team. Playoff time. Let's go. Let's go. It's Dude, time. we have re- we have reached a point 
we're at the, like we can see we actually can see the cup at the end of the fucking tunnel there's like, a possibility the that the only two teams that we ha- we could go through to get to the ECF would be Montreal and then possibly Columbus if they would did shock you know what I mean? Like, to go through to get to the ECF. That would be the two teams. So, like you said. Are you sure it wouldn't be Boston, one of them, for the second round? Well, if, wouldn't Columbus, if Columbus beat Boston? Like, if, if they upset Boston. Wouldn't the Columbus round? play Tampa? Or Would they? I'm not yeah. sure. All right, never mind. Tampa plays the, um, so, so the winner we, of So, we would get Boston tomorrow. second round if, if they would I win. think so. I don't know. Dude, with the whole reseeding thing, I need a I need a bracket in front of me. I know. Man. Like, it's get like You'll it's, get one tonight. Like, yeah, we I need think one. The, the bracket shit will probably start tonight after that after that Maple Leaf game. So, like, I'm I, There was, like, a bunch of different scenarios for, like, it's these confusing. games. Yeah, I know. And it's like... We're, we're confusing the fuck out of ourselves right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the only thing I cared about was if the Flyers win, who they playing? If they lose, who they playing? Yeah. Sweet. Montreal or... Toronto, Columbus. Which, by the way, I'm just saying, I would have been perfectly fine playing Columbus or Toronto. We sl- oh. we slept Columbus for nothing, and Toronto we threw them around. This yeah, we year. did. I we would did. have been cool with but anyone. Th- those else. Toronto games were close, and they were good hockey games. They were close, but they were close until like they, they just reached a breaking point where we wore them down. Yeah, like we, the Flyers want close games because they wear you the fuck down. Like yeah. it's it's they're defense like they're more of a defensive like the defense is just suffocating. That AV system, man. Yeah, man. It's just we have a good hockey team now, man. I'm ready just to go enjoy the ride. I'm excited. Can't wait for Hart versus Price, dude. I know. Guy, <laughs> guy, he's been compared to recently and ever since he's been into the league. Just and it's crazy because I remember uh, Carter Hart's first year, his first couple duels with Carey Price, he lost, and then this year, I don't. Did, I think he played one against him and then won, and then played another one against him and lost. So it's just it's gonna be interesting. I mean, this is the guy. This is the comparison. Like this is it. Like yeah. this is the guy he's always propped up to be. Whenever someone talks about he's a 21 year old goaltender in the league, that reminds you of someone. Reminds you of Carey Price. It's it's like hand in hand at this point. That's the comparison for Carter Hart. So I'm I'm like this could be a message sending series for him, dude. It really could be. It it, it could it number- could be a name making. He already has his name made, but it really like. Like if he outdueled Carey Price in a couple playoff games, maybe even a playoff series, that's that's really exciting, dude. And that's that's. It, I want to say something. It goes to show you the how good Carter Hart is. That we're the fact that we're sitting here talking about the possibility that he outduels Carey Price in a playoff game. He's twenty one years old. The fact that like he's in that realm right now is incredible, dude. It, it, it's it's fucking incredible. Like he's already so good. But don't think he's even touched his prime, like touched what he's going to be, at all. Like he's tw- like people for he's twenty one years old. He'll be twenty two in four days, but yeah, Tw- yeah, twenty one, twenty two years old. Like it's exciting times, bro. It, it's it's insane, dude. He like <laughs> you imagine him and in- he's the future. Like insane. he he. It's the number one storyline going into that that series for me personally. Is is Price versus Hart? Oh, 100%. it's Carter Hart. In in six years from now. When he's like 27, 28, he will be about seven, eight years deep in his career, in his prime, and still young. And still, yeah, yeah. and still young, especially for a goalie. Yeah, dude, Goal, goalie, like, look at Lundqvist, bro. I mean, I, I know he just got swept or whatever, but, like, he's been dynamite. He's a 38, 37 now, he's and still he's, good. he's still a good goaltender. Agreed. Which, by the way, like, even as a Flyers fan, it does kind of suck to see him, like, sat on the bench like that. Just cause, as a hockey fan, right, dude. yeah. yeah. I really hope he goes somewhere else, maybe a West Coast team, 
puts together a nice little run with them, put it in the tank. Maybe then I can actually root for him if he's go, on a West Coast team. Edmonton, dude. Wow. wow. Go to Edmonton. Wow. Give Edmonton Clip a fucking that. goalie, bro. Clip that. <laughs> Give Edmonton a goalie. Give Connor McDavid a goalie, dude, in the playoffs. Give him a fucking shot. I think Lundqvist would sign... Tomorrow. Signed for yeah, less yesterday. money. <laughs> I think he signed literally yesterday. He would. I think he would sign for like a one-year, not a lot of money at all type deal just to get a shot to go to the Cowboy McDavid. Why not? Why, Why not? not? I mean, you take a, a chance on Mike Smith. Why not go take a chance on Lundqvist? I mean, yeah. Yeah? We'll see, <laughs> we'll see what they do. Let's we'll see where their head's at. I, I think they would 100% do it. Ken Holland, guy's a good GM. I, I can see Elliot going to Edmonton next year. If we don't resign them, Edmonton's interesting, man. Yeah. Really, really thought they were gonna go further. It really sucks for them to face a team that was like playing golf mm-hmm. while they had their playoff spot locked up, it's and now they're going to playoffs and they're not. It's same thing for the Penguins. The Canadians were playing golf. Bad, bad. Canadians got swept by the Red Wings, Z- zero games to four. They <laughs> lost the Red Wings had about what like twelve wins this year. Four were against the Canadians, and they are in the playoffs against. See, that's so weird because they got swept by Detroit and. From what I remember, they played us hard this year. Montreal. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Montreal is always a hard I team know, to verse, it feels like. One it's thing, that Claude Julien yeah. type team. You know the one thing I'm looking forward to in this series that's obviously different from previous years? We don't have to play in that fucking stadium. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, dude, that would have that that would have been a big, yes. big fucking Th- difference. That would have been a huge difference because yeah. that stadium's different, bro. In the playoffs, that stadium is just built. Different, like you said, right it's there. Scary it's, to play. It's, as a, I mean, obviously, obviously, we've never fucking played it. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it's scary for me as a fan to even watch my team play in yeah. it on the fucking. TV. I mean, I, I've seen players come out and be like, "It's the the way the seats are. It's like it's, it's on everyone's top on top of you, and it's so loud." Yeah, it's, 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 yeah like, we're playing. That. Carter Hart's not playing in front of that crowd. He's playing in an empty arena in Toronto. Like. Something behind that. And, and, hey, we did say going into the playoffs, the empty arena thing. We we might just get a like a fully focused just and Carter Hart that video and, against uh, Boston. Yeah, on Twitter. We were like, yeah, it's, when we saw that. It's that it's that empty arena shit, dude. Bro. Look, he hears everything. Look, he's, three games. Three. And no. he, he's allowed one goal in the exhibition, one goal in each. He's allowed one goal in each because in that Penguins game, Elliot only, Elliot came in, yeah, got scored on for one. So one one one. Yeah. And only one of them in the Tampa game went off an actual opposing player's stick. The only one that was an actual good goal was the Tampa goal. Yeah. The, yeah like, me and you were sitting in front of the TV like, can't get mad at that. Like, that was just a clean that, goal. That's just the Carter Hart one goal allowed flubber goal. It, it's like, it's <laughs> No, been... I wouldn't even call that goal a flubber. Like, that was just a nice play by Tampa. No, I'm talking about the other oh, ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 100%. Just that classic flubber goal. Yeah. No, robbed, I... of a, robbed of a, a shutout kind of goal. Every time, it's just been a theme of his young career. I you have to think like, like down the line or whatever. He's he's gonna learn how to just fucking shut out, lock the door. Like I said, he's twenty two. He's turning twenty two soon. Dude, if if my goalie can just keep allowing one goal a game, one goal, I I like my chances. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like my chances. Like I said, gone are the days of eight goalies. (laughs) Gone. Mediocre hockey teams. No, we have a good hockey team now, man. Let's plug our uh, twitters. It was a good one. It's been a fun one. I like really it. Has. We're back. We're back. Playoff hockey. Back. We're battling. Let's go. Next episode, we're going to try to do a mailbag. We are going to throw it out a couple days earlier than before. Like a lot, there, there are a lot of times where we throw it out like a day or two before. Even There are actually times where we throw it out the day of. We're going to throw this out. Like This is, this is going to drop today on Sunday. Probably going to throw that questions tweet out Monday or Tuesday. Stay tuned for that. 
get your questions in, and uh, we're gonna do a nice, drop a nice big mailbag after Tuesday's game, after game one. If if it's on Tuesday, yeah, we'll find out tonight. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, we'll find out tonight. People will probably know by the time they listen. Follow us on Twitter at TLY. Yeah, give us a rating on iTunes, please. Please follow me on Twitter at Chris Stumps. I am at TLY Danny. Playoff time, baby. Go floor. Go floor.